in this parasha, Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells Avram Avinu about the future Goliath of Klal Yisrael. The pasuk says, Hashem says, "Vayihi Hashem Shlovi v'Tardema Nafal Avram." That Avram was put uh, in a Tardema, in a slumber, and in that deep sleep, in the Tardema, Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells Avram about the future Goliath, the future Tsaris of Klal Yisrael. That they'll go to a land that's not their own. So the question is, why is it that Hakadosh Baruch Hu told that message, Dafka, in a state of sleep? What does that tell us for us? So obviously, it goes without saying that Klaus was going through a very difficult time, very, very difficult kufa. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to function, to be honest with you. And the question is, what exactly is our mentality supposed to be? What exactly, you know, what's the avoda right now? So this is something I've spoken about in the past. Shabbos HaGadol, I think last year we talked about this. But it definitely is Kedai Dechazer, especially in the light of what we're going through. Rav Kluger has an essay, as a mimer. Rav Kluger talks about how there's two different ways that a Jew can go through difficulties, two different ways to be Mamtik Din. He describes these two ways, uh, you know, symbolized by the two different Minhagim when it comes to eating the challah around Rosh Hashanah. We know that around Rosh Hashanah time, the minig is to put honey on the challah. Now most opinions also say to have salt. So if Kluger says there's two minhagim amongst chassidim about how to put the salt and the honey. One opinion is that you put it on the same side. You put the salt and then you put the honey. And the other, side, the other opinion is you put it on the opposite sides of the challah. So while this might look like a very small thing, if Kluger looks, uh, reads a lot of depth into this concept, you see, the first approach that a Jew, that a Jew can uh, employ when he's going through difficulty is to try to find the positive within this situation. Gamzul you find the silver lining. See, that's salt. Salt is, is, is unpleasant. But you put honey on the same side. And that's where you look in your life and you look in what's going on with Klaus, so and try to find the positive. Try to find the silver lining. Now that approach is doable many times. It's, a, it's, an, it's an option. But I, I don't think we can employ that here. What we're going through right now is something you can't find the positive in. It's very, very difficult, especially a positive that would warrant such darkness. So what do you do if you can't? You can't live in Gamzul type. The other approach, says Rav Kluger, is to put the honey and the salt on opposite sides which is to not necessarily look at your situation and find the positive. But the avoid is to close your eyes and to imagine and to place yourself at a time when all of this will be over. See, there's coming a time, and it's coming very soon, where all the suffering will end. And I don't mean a ceasefire, and I don't just mean the hostages coming home, they should come home safely right now. Mashiach is coming. And all the suffering, all those 1400 Yidin coming back. And all the suffering of Klai soul will end. Sometimes the pain is so great that you can't necessarily find the positive, but you have to close your eyes and have such faith and such a Muna that you could sort of place yourself in that time. Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman in Lukut Imran, Simit he says that when a person is in pain, often what you do is you close your eyes. 
That's usually what happens. You, you know, it's just it's a natural reaction. You close your eyes when you're in pain. You stub your toe, you, you close your eyes. He says, what you're really trying to do is to squint, to see that place, to see that time period where everything will be clear. That's the Avoidah right now. The Avoidah is not necessarily to try to find the positive. And it's not necessarily just have Simcha. Because I think you have Simcha when Klai Yisrael suffering. The Avoidah is to have such faith, to have such a Muna, to have such faith that Mashiach is going to come. To have such faith that at some point this will all be understood. And right now we don't understand anything. And right now we can't see that clarity. But to close your eyes and to place yourself. To close your eyes and to sort of look past what's happening now. And to look where it's headed. The Pasuk says by Avram Avinu, That Avram Avinu looked up. He lifted his eyes. He was able to look past the suffering of the present. To see this amazing future that this darkness will lead to the greatest light this world has ever seen you don't put the salt and honey on the same side put it on opposite sides you leave that suffering and it's not because and, and the avoid of closing your eyes and trying to sort of leave your present state for a little bit to put yourself where everything is going to be okay you're not doing this because you're callous and you're ignoring the suffering of Klai Yisrael. It's Adarab, it's due to the immense feeling that you have. You're feeling it too much. You're feeling it so much that in order to sort of get through this, you have to close your eyes. and You have to place yourself and, and, and do this during Davani. Say, I know this is going to be okay. Mashiach will come. You know, we say that when Golis is over, Davidimel says, "B'shuv Hashem those captives will be returned. All of Galus will be a dream. All of Galus, you're going to look back and say that was that felt like a dream. It didn't feel real. You're going to look back on it and say, I can't even remember that craziness. See, Avram Avinu was told about all the suffering in a state of dream, in a state in a tadema, in a slumber." Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to give him the tools to be mamtiket, the tools to get out of it, the tools to get out of that suffering, is hayinu kecholm, is to believe that there's going to be a time where we're going to look back at this and say, this was just a dream. We're going to look back at this and say, this was, we can't even remember, we can't even realize that that was real. That's the avoida right now. It's to daven and have such faith that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take care of Klal Yisrael to realize that it's going to be okay. To see that place from a distance. Rav Akiva personified this. It's not Kedai, because we've spoken about this many times. Rav Akiva seeing foxes coming out of the Kedosh HaKadoshim. A tremendously painful experience. And everyone's crying. What does Rav Akiva do? He laughs. Because Rav Akiva was able, it doesn't mean that he didn't feel the pain. He had such a muna, he had such faith that Mashiach is going to come. He had such faith that the Beis Amidash will be rebuilt, that he was able to place himself in that future state. For a moment, he was able to leave his present in, all, in order to go to that future. To get from that Tardema to Hayinu Kecholmen. Now, let's end up with the Maisa. The Maisa I, I share very often. 
It's brought down by many Sfarim, Rebbe Shemayir quotes it in Sefer Mesechus Tainus. There was a Chosh of Yid in the times of the Arizal, his name was Rebbe Avram Halevi. And his mitzvah that he focused on was Tikkun Chatzos. He would wake up, and he would wake up and get a lot of neighbors to come to go to shul, to cry over the churban. The Arizal said that he was a Gilgal of Yirmiya. So this Chosh of Yid became very ill. And the Arizal said to him, the truth is, this illness will take your life. But there's one thing I could give you an Eitzah. And that is, if you go to the Kotel, and you daven tikkun chatzos there, if you see the shechina, if you see uh, an image of Hashem, whatever that means, you'll be able to live more years. But if not, then this is your time. So this survivor Malevi goes, and he prepares himself for days, and he goes to the kotel, and he starts to cry, and he starts to daven. And he sees at the top of the kotel, some image, looks like to him, like a woman wearing black clothing, and he obviously recognized this as a, you know, a message of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's pain in Golis. He's wearing black. And he starts to cry. And he passes out. And he says that while he's lying there, he looks up and he sees what looks like that woman drying his tears. And she said the following. Avram Altifka. Avram, stop crying. There's hope. Your children will come back. He went back to that reason, and the reason said, Oh, I see that you'll be okay. And he lived another 22 years. That's the Avodah right now. It's Al Tivka. For moments of the day, stop crying. To place yourself in that time period of hope. They're all going to come back. The soldiers will be successful. The Hashras will be returned to Bez Hashem, Bekarav. And ultimately, Mashiach is coming. This is the last Golos. The Golos Achritis is about to turn this parish, is Golos Yishma. We're going to listen to Sari Menu. Sari Menu was right. Get rid of this Yishma. Get rid of the Legamri. Yishma should be purified. Legamri. Finally purified. The Shabbat who says, "Call Ashetayim Asarishma B'Kayil Hashem should heed his own advice and listen to Sari Menu Gareishis Hamazayis Vesvenah, kick them out. Yeshtikvah Lacharisa Vshavanu Vum Hevi Menu Amen."